life in three dimensions got me bent and got me twisting. I know I'd upset a lot, but I should probably stop pretending. I don't really hold the key and I can't really push a button. I just step up to the mic and try my very best to bust it, but I ran out of breath. It's tight in my chest. My feet just might fail. I can't stand up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Racially Speaking, where we have real and honest conversations about race as it's viewed through the lenses of faith, family, and vocation. As always, I'm David Phipps, your host, and with me per usual is the social justice cowboy himself, Wyatt John Mark Walker. JM, how's it going? How's it going, man? Uh, it's going It's going well. Going well. Things have been good lately. I'm, I'm uh, waiting on... We're waiting on a baby girl to be born, so... Right, I was going to say, we, we haven't really even mentioned that. But we, I mean, no, you haven't. haven't. I've given you space to mention <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, so we got... Her name is Isabel, and she's she's due next week. Oh, wow. Um, got the so. name and everything on, on yeah. the air. All right. Yeah, it's on the air. It's official now. Everybody knows. Locked in stone. Set in stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So we're, we're hanging on. You know, it's like a roller coaster around here, but we're hanging on. These, I mean, doing well. for listeners, these are literally like it's days away, not weeks or months. No, it's like, point. yeah, like days. five days. We got this. My wife made uh, my kids this cute little countdown, uh, like string nice. banner thing where it started at like 10 days out and now we're at five days out. So, okay. Um, so they keep flipping that every morning and I'm just, I'm looking at it and it's just causing me gray hairs because I'm like, we're getting that close. So, <laughs> Could be. yeah. So she's around the corner. She's coming. Could be tonight. Like if I see the door behind you fly open, I'll I'll know what that means. <laughs> it could it could be. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's scheduled as planned. So hopefully she sticks to the plan. Right, right. She's been at enough doctor's appointments that Isabel should know the plan just by hearing it. You know, in the air. From oh yeah, I'm sure she's got that just down pat. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I won't come early. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the hope. I'm, I'm like Wednesday. I'm counting on it. Wednesday. So Man. yeah. Well, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Enjoying some summer. Um, we're about to. Tomorrow, head to the lake for a day. Um, oh, nice. And then our, our vacation was inadvertently planned for the end of summer. So in a couple of weeks, we're headed to the beach with the family. Um, so I'm excited. Nice. Man, gotta, summer, summer's going fast. What, yeah. what, lake, what lake are you going to and then what beach? I believe Lake Anna with okay. some of Caitlin's extended family. Nice. Um, the power plant lake. Yeah. Oh, is that what it's called? I know, I know very little about lakes. <laughs> It's, it's unseasonably warm, but it's nice. You won't grow any like gills or anything for radiation. Warm water. It's a nice like this one. Okay, warm yeah. water. That's all I needed to hear. I am yep. the world's biggest baby when it comes oh, to yeah. cold water. I can't do it. Yeah. Cannot do it. The closer you get to the power plant, the warmer it is. Perfect. So <laughs> it'll be warm. I might get cancer, but it'll be warm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's the deal. Perfect. That's all I need to hear. I'm even more excited now. Yeah. And what beach are you going to? Um, I believe we're going to Myrtle simply because of like, usually we would go someplace a little closer, I think, but, um, things are just taking up, man. Everyone wants to go on vacation. Um, while COVID's dying down, even though it may or may not be dying down. Is that just the four of you or four of us? Me, Caitlin, two kiddos. So looking forward to that. We've been anticipating the end of summer for a vacation, which I kind of like because then, you know, you're not coming in back into the school year feeling like I need a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. It's a great, great time to do it. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Well, here we are, we're here to do a, speaking of summer, summer vacation, we maybe like a week or so late, but we're in the heart of summer, man. It's going fast. And we wanted to do an episode on some summer homework and we got 
John Mark, you and I talked before we hit record. <laughs> We've been planning to do this um, to put together our top five reading slash viewing yeah. lists. Yeah. We did not compare. We can confirm we did not compare. We did not have no ahead clue what you're say. Um, and so we don't even have a ton of uh, format how we're going to go back and forth with this. But we wanted to um, give give you guys some more references. Not that we don't give recommendations most episodes, but right. Right. Um, I'm excited to do this. Um, and John Mark, before I hit record, I saved this for recording. I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I don't know if I'm going to do the top five, man. And I don't mean I'm going to like do like 10 or 20 or anything, but I just feel like I was putting together one through five and I'm like, this isn't our style. There's something that feels weird. I feel like we are way more like, I I feel like it put a bow on it too much of like, here's your top five. And once you watch these five things or 10 things, you're good. I think people know us by now better uh, enough that we wouldn't be communicating that to them. But I just, I couldn't, as soon as I would think of one thing, I'd be like, oh, but what about this? Or they should watch this and read this at the same time. (laughs) Or, but then, or then they got to like watch this movie from 10 years ago that this actor was also in. Or, but if they read that book, then they're not going to understand. So I'm just like, I feel like we're too (laughs) fluid on here, man, to have just a tight, a tight top five, top 10. But that's a good point. That's um, a good point. You know, I'll, I'm going to do my best. We'll do our best. You can still tick, stick to your top five, but that's just, I got to yeah. be honest, keep it real. That's where I'm coming from with this. No, I appreciate you saying that because same thing. Like I kept, it did every time I would think of one, it would like attach to something else, connect to something else and then have an explanation, which leads to other things. So it's like, it's like a spider web of recommendations that was coming into yes. my mind. So yeah. So I like that. I like that free flowing quote unquote top five, but it'll yeah. really be like whatever comes out based I think, on this structure that we I think that's our episode. That'll be the episode named A Spider Web of Recommendations. There you go. I, I like that. I like yeah. that. I like, yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. good. No, that's good no, that's not that big of a curveball. I'm feeling it too. In fact, my list was way more than five. Right. And I had to cut it, I had to cut it down. And I just kind of like arbitrarily was like, not that, not that, not that. Like, so I do love all that I'm going to recommend, but there's so much more that I would love to re-recommend or recommend for the first time. So, Right, right. I'll try on the fly to narrow it down to five and then we'll do some honorable mentions. Yes. But we'll see. Try I'm going to I'm gonna kind of ebb and flow and then probably give a lot yeah. of caveats because I'm sure you did the same. But as yeah. I was writing something down, I'm like, okay, well, this was like the most like impactful thing for me to listen to or read. Um, that yep. changed like how I think about all these things. But then this is like one of the most challenging things. And then the other thing was like, it's just really fun to watch, but it was also like uh, a, um, a twofer shout out to people that um, love that word. That's an inside joke. Anyway, it was a twofer. It was like, this is really fun to watch, but it was also like teaches you a lot about racial justice. Yep. So I just, yep. you know, um, Let's just go for it, man. You kick us Sweet. off. Give me, give us, okay. give us number five from your list. Okay. All right. Number five. And these can All be right. books. Uh, do you want to give more books? Um, I guess anything books, you can consume. Any media. Any media. media right. So okay. it's like, you know, summer reading because I think of people <laughs> on the beach, but like I love watching movies in the summer, you know, yeah. um, going to the movies and especially at home, like since COVID, I don't really go to the movies that much unless it's a Marvel movie. Mm. And uh, 
And so I, I just love watching them on my phone in bed in the dark with my headphones on. That is my ideal movie watching On your experience. phone, man. That's hardcore, <laughs> yeah, I dude. I know. It's oh, bad. my gosh. It's bad. It's, yeah. Real movie fans are, like, cringing at me saying that. But, like, yeah, because it's, like, surround sound. I can, you know, turn on the noise cancellation, and it's just right in my face watching movies that way. I mean, not so, even on an iPad or something? All right. No, you go ahead. Not, no. Just because it's, like, big screen. You just hold it right up to your face. It's the closest thing. It's Everything else is out. Um, so that's how I like to watch movies. Um, oh my goodness. But so I have, so I have movies on here. Um, it could be music, uh, books, anything really other podcasts. Not that there are any other podcasts in the world, but other podcasts None. None. <laughs> could be on this list too. Um, but I did, I wanted to say like, I, what I think is so good about this type of thing. I'm a fan of learning about culture, right? Learning about your yeah. culture, learning about other people's cultures and just, um, I feel like the more we learn about each other's cultures, the the deeper our relationships can grow, right? So our friends, our friendships can be real shallow if it's just based on stereotypes or based on similarities, right? We're just, we don't really get to know each other. But once we get to know like how um, people interact with each other in a culture that's different from our own, then we really can get intimate and really learn how to honor and care and value each other. And so, um, Part of my heart behind this, like this whole talking about things is, is exposing ourselves, yourself, myself, um, to other cultures and even to our own cultures. So, um, so in preparation, this is, this is funny. I was, uh, curious and I Googled like what Disney movies are good for learning about culture. And, um, yeah, I did that. And the top five, I mean, okay. So, all right. The top five were, um, Coco, Moana, Mulan, Aladdin, and Raya, the la- the last okay. dragon. Um, and so, so I look at them, all brown, right? And so I was like, I was thinking about that. I was like, culture is. Uh, it has been said that culture is all the ways of life, including arts, beliefs, institutions of a, a population that are uh, passed down from generation to generation, right? Okay. So culture is is just like. I mean, it's everything. It's the clothes we wear, the religion we have, the values we have, uh, how we relate to elders, how we relate to children, whose who's, uh, gender norms, gender rules, like language, land, how, how we're attached to the land. Culture is everything. So everybody has a culture and everybody's culture is at play whenever they're interacting with anybody else, right? So so I was like looking at this list and I was like, why are all the brown characters the ones that we learn about culture from, right? Why, like whoever yeah. made that list, like like why is that? I'm like, like Interesting. if you watch Peter Pan, you learn about England, right? If you watch Cinderella, you learn about Western culture. I think Germany, maybe. Uh, Aristocats are like, you know, like, I don't know. Right. I don't know where they're from. But like there's culture in all of these Disney movies, even if they're if they're uh, white or Western. So um, I just wanted to say that everybody has a culture. So I just thought it was funny that it was all brown people. And the other thing on my, on my Disney kick, Disney is where I'm headed for the first record with this year, but uh, I'm still waiting for... Um, african-american slash black american culture to be depicted in a, in a significant way um by a dis by a major disney movie okay. um we have like characters that are black we have um uh, princess and the frog and we have uh yeah what was that i never saw soul i didn't even complete soul, soul but you didn't yeah, see have that. you seen that I have. You, did you see it yeah you have I thought it was do good. you like it i thought it was good it, it was not one of my it's not one of my top okay um yeah. but i thought it was yeah. really good yeah. So I appreciate that they have black characters, but I just want, I want to see black culture. I want to see a black family. 
uh, depicted in a Disney movie. Um, so I mean, maybe that's a dream. Well, you'll never Disney's get a whole family. Sometime. Yeah. You'll, but you'll never get yeah. a whole family because the parents will die. <laughs> it's true. So it'll all just be about a, it'll just At be about a kid. One, yeah. one maybe two. <laughs> They're all orphans, right? Just mm-hmm. like superheroes, which takes me to right. my first thing. Um, so first recommendation is uh, it's it's Disney, but it's Marvel and it's it's ongoing. It's current. So Miss Marvel. Miss um, Marvel. Do you know about it? Have you heard about it? I've only heard about it. I mean, okay. I've been pretty candid about this on here, but I'm so far yeah. out of the Marvel universe. Not because I'm a hater. Yeah. I just got, we just got so far behind. It's overwhelming, man. Like I can't, can't keep up. I mean, I don't know what it says about me because I'm also a big believer and you do what you love. So, yeah. you know, I don't well, know. I'm going to say, you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, like I have that desire to pay attention to basketball. Will it happen? I don't know. I want to. I like, don't know. and you even brought up Disney. Like, there's if there's one thing in it, like movie wise, that I would just innately never fall behind on. It's seeing the new the new Disney movies. Yeah, like I would yeah. never. Me and Caitlin were talking about this the other day, and I was like, you know, I think maybe how into like Pixar and Disney we are is how I think the rest of the world is with Marvel. I was like, I can't. Like I can't imagine not prioritizing within the first week seeing. But it's not. I, I would say it's not the rest of the world. It's, they have a fan base. You are, Certainly yeah. have a fan okay. base, but yeah. you, you're you're not odd for being mm. out of it. So here's the deal. Here's what I say about Miss Marvel. Yeah, tell Skip me. Skip to it. Skip it. Skip everything. Forget about everything else. Uh, go run and watch this show. It's a series, uh, not will, a movie. You will love it. It's a show. Yeah. So it's okay. ongoing on Disney Plus right now. Um, new episode came out last night. I haven't even seen that yet. But what I love about it is it's about an American Muslim Pakistani slash Indian girl um, who inherits her powers from her grandmother. Um, and what I really love about it is she has both of her parents alive and present in her life. Oh, wow. She's in okay. high school. She has an older brother. Uh, it goes into her religion. So you get to see some of um, her religious practices and the cultural practices at her mosque. Um, it, it, she lives in Jersey. Um, so she, you get some of the New York city feeling, but you also get like her high school feeling. Um, I love it because it's family friendly. I mean, it's not going to be, okay. it's not the most violent. It's not really violent that much at all. Cause to, about a teenage girl, uh, getting her powers. Um, and then in episode four, she made a trip to, um, Pakistan where she, uh, she met, she knew her grandmother, but she, you know, visited her grandmother um and uh her grandmother says this line in it she says my passport is pakistani and my roots are indian and in between is a border built with blood and pain and i just thought that was it's such a powerful line because it gets into the history of those two countries so like all together you're just getting this beautiful picture of her culture um and just learning 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 so uh that's my my first recommendation I'm not going to rank them in, in order of five, but that's my right. first recommendation is Miss Marvel. And I recommend it for a family, a whole family to watch it. Solid. Yeah. That was a, that was a compelling, a compelling, not argument, but teaser to, uh, to so? get me. Yeah. So to get me in there. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Love yeah. You it. should skip, skip, skip to it. You don't have to watch anything else. Okay. So I could just tune that, turn that up right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I won't do that. All right. Just, what's, what's yours? What's put, your What's your first? Yeah. Okay. So I think so. We so you you didn't really or number fifth. it. Okay. So fifth. Yeah. yeah so that was, I'll, I'm I'm writing it down because I think that's I'll say that was your fifth. Yeah. Um, I've said this I believe on here before, but um, 
I'm going to say this because I think it might be one that people forget. And if it's number five, that's okay. But, um, man, the show, This Is Us. Okay. I don't know if I've said that just to you or, or on here or not. But, man, that we – so it just ended. And I'm going to try not to do any kind of spoilers. Um, me and Caitlin watched it from the very beginning and had, I think, six seasons just ended. It's got Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. Uh, he's, I think, probably the biggest actor and Mandy Moore, of course, um, yeah. in it. And then the other actors I just know from that show pretty much. Um, right. Chrissy Metz, Milo. Well, I Milo, can't remember his I last from, Gil- from Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Okay, I can't remember. True story. I used to watch that by myself in my dorm. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <roommates would> <laughs> and wow. And soon watching Gilmore Girls. I loved it. I loved, no wow. shame. No shame. But yeah, he's I'm not shaming it. you. I can never get into it. I've watched a lot of stuff with Caitlin, and that's one yeah, that I just... Couldn't I, get into it. I watched some, and I looked, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to, to do yeah. it. Nope. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that dude's in it. Um, amazing show. They, and it's not specifically only about race, but they touch on, like you're saying, I believe, this is my opinion, everything in a realistic, non-forced way, and I think are sensitive to a lot of different issues that are going on, you know, in our country right now. And at times they address things like head on that are very, very relevant, um, and then other like maybe different types of family dynamics deals mm-hmm. with really every type of like broken home imaginable. Um, that's probably not true, but they do, like I said, a realistic, I thought it's TV. So some of it's dramatized. And speaking of, I think the biggest critique from people that I've tried to plug it to has been, it just seems like it's um, emotional, like, pornography meaning like it's just like Mm. they're just trying to make you cry and that's all it is and to me you know Kayla and I watched it while going through some difficult times even too off and on and so and it it felt like therapy if I'm honest to me yeah um and I just felt felt like they navigated a lot of stuff really really well um that I could both personally relate to and see how other people relate to, I don't know. I think it was a beautiful story and they weave different time periods and yeah. blended families and, oh man, so good. It just yeah. ended. So, but I, you know, I know it's on, I believe Hulu and Peacock. So yeah, you yeah. guys, you know, Meg's about to have the baby. Yeah. What a, what a great so time she, to jump in on she that. She was a fan. She, I started watching it with her. So she was a fan. Okay. So I've seen first, I've seen episodes I, you know, I keep up with Randall, you know, so I know a little bit yeah. of his story and I do, I really appreciate what they've done with him where they like, he is the the black son, the adopted one who is like of a, of a triplet set. Right. And, uh, and so they explore how, how um, his mother had to be humble in seeking help to help him yeah. grow up in a cultural way, a black cultural way. Um, and so, I, I, I mean, I think they, they did an excellent job with that. And then later with his family as adults, like um, a black family and, and facing some of navigating the world as a black family, yeah, I think yeah. they do a great job. So um, yeah, good recommendation. All right. That was, so we went through two in 20 minutes. Um, oh man, do you have to go faster? What's your next one? <laughs> next one. All right. Yeah. They won't all be this long. Um, 
So my next one is a black cowboy movie, right? When, when am I the, yeah, the social justice to. cowboy? All right. I had to. So I'm a cowboy movie fan. Um, I love my, my, I mean, we know my name is Wyatt, right? So uh, I love the tombstone, that movie. Um, and uh, just the story of Wyatt Earp. So when they came out, when Netflix came out with a black cowboy movie called The Harder They Fall, I was all over that, right? Um, and what I love about it is that it is about true true people. So real people, right? It is not a true story, but it is about real people that really existed. Um, so it is like as if this could have happened, but it didn't really happen. Okay. So I'm, I will say this, rated R, violent, swear words. Um, so, you know, use your discretion. But um, I just loved it because it is, it's black art. It is a movie um, made by black people, sorry, black actors about uh, black historical figures and you know a lot of it is like they imagine this is how they would have interacted obviously we're not in cowboy time so you know but it's fun it's fun and uh all-star cast um yeah if you like cowboy movies yeah i recommend it and the thing that i love about recommending this movie is that uh this is a twofer right <laughs> so nice. there's your word twofer right so this is a twofer the album is fire i loved the album um, I think I've probably talked about it on here before. I recommended it, but uh, yeah, the harder so. they fall, the album. I, I mean, I worked out to it. I love it. I recommend it. It's great, um, and it will just help you learn a little bit about that, a little bit, a little bit about black art, a little bit about black culture, um, and I think it's enjoyable. So that's my that's my number love number it. two recommendation. So love it, love it. Yeah, I have a hard time. I tend to that was maybe one of the most lighthearted ones I've got. Is uh, this is us? So I started lighthearted. I I go to some of the darker things. So anyway, that's okay. Um, <laughs> Share what you got. That's and also, all, I want, another caveat would be: I think th- there are some things that we have um, recommended. I think over and over and over again. And I kind of am gonna just probably skip over a lot of those. Those are kind of given. Like, there's yeah. no point. There's no point to take up a spot for like Hamilton or something. Yeah. If you've listened to two seconds of this podcast, that's, that's just a given. So I'm not going to waste a spot, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I was trying to also think of stuff that maybe hasn't been brought up in the past. Um, so one of mine, I'll put this at four is, uh, the movie fences. Have you ever seen that? Fences. I actually haven't. Okay. Denzel Washington. Most people have not. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fences, Denzel, um, and Viola Davis. So two of yeah. what I, I would say two of the top, if not the two top actors, yeah. actresses and on the planet um yeah it's a movie denzel produced it it's a an adaptation um from a play cycle i think it it is of uh, august wilson's plays i didn't really know about till the movie came out but i think there's supposed to be more that they i think the two of them are actually performing or have performed other parts um on broadway or on stage somewhere in theater but the movie Fences, you just, you learn a lot. And I said it's dark. Yeah, yeah I can't remember what it's rated, but um, yeah, a lot of uh, you know profanity and swearing and stuff like that. So it is set in what I believe is the f- 70s, maybe 70s or 80s. I should have known this better. And Denzel is a trash man, formerly professional baseball player, but was uh-huh. obviously had to play, um, you know, in the covered leagues and couldn't yeah. um, make it all the way to to the majors um, because of segregation. And so, like, it's about really 
his struggle and his family's struggle. And you see, you get to follow like the generational trauma that, that comes from his experience. So wow. um, I don't think this spoils anything. He's, he's not like a good guy, but you also, I, I like stuff that makes you think like, well, I empathize with this guy, kind of like a Killmonger type, type figure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know bad dudes doing some messed up stuff, but it's like the backdrop is just so big. And, um, I, I learned a lot from men, I feel like, um, and I'll watch anything with those two. I think everything they touch is just so good. So fences oh. with Denzel yeah. and, uh, Viola Davis. Um, I it got good reviews cause it was a really good movie. Um, but yeah. I, I haven't met many people that have seen it either. Cause it, it it's, it's not, a lighthearted, it's heavy. funny, yeah, it's heavy. or fun, yeah. fun watch or anything. Um, yeah. But I want to throw that one out there. That's my four. Yeah, I'm familiar with the play because I think mm-hmm. there's a famous James Earl Jones scene. There's a famous scene in it where the father talks about love for his son, like 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 yeah, you, yeah, yeah, like you, right? So I'm familiar with that. But I'll have to watch the movie. That's a great recommendation. Yeah. Um, my turn. Yes, sir. Let's see, what is next on my list? All right, so um, I'll jump up to a book because reading was the, the thought behind it. So I recently read this book. I recently read this book called Just Pursuit and it's uh, by Laura Coates. And she, uh, she joined the Department of Justice as a lawyer, um, as a prosecutor, because she wanted to advocate for the most vulnerable among us. So uh, she's a black woman who joined the Department of Justice as a prosecutor to try and help bring better justice for uh, black people, for minority people. Um, And so it it was just a, it's like a, she just tells stories. She tells her life story in that time in her life and uh, tells of uh, cases that she encountered and people that she helped that she didn't prosecute. Cause you think like defendant, um, if you think along, along this lines, it's similar to just mercy, right. Uh, By Brian Stevenson. Um, which, you know, is a great book. I recommend that too. Um, this one is on the other side of that because she is a prosecutor, uh, but she helped so many people from that, that position, that perspective. And um, so I just, I, I'm justice minded. I have a heart for justice. So this book just struck me. And I think it's, I think it came out recently. So I highly recommend it. It's called Just Pursuit. It's by Laura Coates. Um, yeah. So if you're interested in reading about justice, it made me want to become a lawyer. Every time I read a book like this, I'm like career shift and like, I want to go to law school. So oh, wow. it made me want to become a lawyer. So, yeah. That's yeah. so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll do, let's see. I'll do, I'll go back to a movie actually still. And this is, I lie. This is actually pretty lighthearted, but, um, man, I love this movie. I think I've talked about it on here too. Always be my maybe. You heard of that? Always be my maybe. Yeah. Uh, who are the Who are the actors? It's Ali Wong, and yes. uh, oh, actually, technically, Keanu Reeves has a little part in it. Um, yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. And I then, saw it with my wife. Um, yeah. Is it Daniel Day Kim? Yes, he is in it, but he's not. He's not the lead. Um, it's the guy from Fresh Off the Boat, the dad. I forget. It. Oh man. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. For me. Um, Randall Park. Randall Park. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel Day Kim's also in it, but. Um, so good. It's a rom-com. So lighthearted. And you just, you learn so much about, um, culture as you were saying. Yes. Um, and they are in, I think it takes place in, in San Francisco. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you learn of course a ton about 
the food and then I think yep. family life and yeah. different, just different roles. Um, yeah. G- different gender roles and um, deals with trauma loss. Yeah. And then it's, it's also, it's just super funny. Um, yeah. Just a really, a really good movie. Good movie. Um, one of those movies that felt like a crazy rich Asians type movie yeah. that it was like, man, I'm learning so much just by watching an entire Asian cast or yeah. an entire non-white cast. Um, yeah. But also it was just really, really fun movie to watch. Um, yeah. So it was one of one those of the things. Like, yeah, go ahead. One of the things I liked about that movie is that uh, it broke stereotypes. So yes. um, it, it, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So it, it still had some of the cultural norms and values, but then also Absolutely. in his character, I think we saw some, Oh yeah. Like they're like, Asian Americans are fully rounded. It's a fully yeah. rounded culture, fully rounded individuals. There is nuance in, in yes. their culture. I really appreciated how they did that. Did that too. Yeah. yeah. Love the movies. I had to put that on the list. That's, that's, that's my, a great my choice. three. That's a, that's a great choice. Yeah. Let's see. Where am I? All right. So what did I say? Just pursuit last. Okay. So here's an album for you. Um, Beyonce. <laughs> I Beyonce. love Beyonce. Okay. I had a, I had a, so ever since Lemonade, I've been a Beyonce fan. Um, just because I think she came out with like two songs on that album that are really, I think, uplifting for black culture um, yeah. and black people. And maybe it was more, it's gotta be more than that. But she came out when the Lion, when the Lion King quote unquote live you know, action came out because yeah, yeah. it was all animated. It wasn't actually yeah. live. Uh, reanimated Lion King came out. She came out with an album on the side, a side album, a companion album called Lion King's The Gift. Um, and I love how it, she mixes in um, African music, African beats and sounds and artists. She brings those in um, with her full Beyonce Black American culture. Um, yeah. And, and I think Jay-Z's on there. Kendrick, who I love, is on there. Um, and so I just, I recommend that album, um, just because it, f- it feels like a celebration of, of blackness, of, uh, black culture, black art, black life. Um, yeah, it came out in 2019, so it's a couple of years old, but Lion King's The Gift by Beyonce. It's a great album. Was that any relation to that thing she had on Disney that, was it a documentary, Black is King? Oh yeah. I, I don't know. I actually haven't seen that. Okay. I didn't watch um, it either, but I, yeah. I'm just remembering that that came out around that time yeah, I thought too. I, I mean to, I mean to see that. I think it did. And I wouldn't be surprised if it, if that is connected to it. Yeah. So, um, but okay. yeah, Lion King, the gift, Beyonce, you can't miss. I think, um, yeah, she, she is, uh, a model of black excellence, I think. And she encourages that okay. and highlights it in who she partners with and, um, features on her albums and, and just spends time with. And so I think looking at Beyonce, if you go to her music, go to, her, you know, look at her life, um, you'll just see a lot of uh, it'll, it'll point to a lot of what we celebrate in black America what we celebrate in black culture so um, yeah Queen B I recommend her <laughs> awesome I'll have to check that out I've yeah, listen, yeah, listened yeah. to Lemonade haven't listened to to that one. Oh, I love Lemonade I still Lemonade is on on my you know regular listens all the time yeah so yeah so good yeah all right I'm up my number yep, two. Okay, so turn. now I guess we're going a little too fast, but that's okay. We are the <laughs> listeners. Could, listeners could use a, a shorter episode. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's not you. I mean, I <laughs> I uh, bullied you when you took too long on the first one. Well, no, I went to an explanation on the first one. So. Yeah. No, it was that was great. That was great. Um, man, 
I'm having trouble picking my my number two. I think actually, um, I think my number two is is actually going to be the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass. Um, I had to put that on there. Classic. Yeah. Um, I just think everyone should read it. Like, I feel like everyone knows the name Frederick Douglass now, but how many people have read his work beyond the 4th of July speech? Um, And, yeah, he is, you know, often quoted. I think maybe even, you know, nowadays you would recognize a picture of him. Yeah, um, most true. people would, but, um, just to me, it's one of the, I think, pieces of writing that changed my life, changed my trajectory and how I view justice and history. Um, just his trajectory of life. And it's just, it's incredibly powerful, yeah. um, as a, a slave who became free yeah. And was in the the church world as a preacher. Um, yeah. And it was reminiscent of, you know, like a, which should also be on here, but um, MLK's um, letters from the Birmingham jail of just yeah the way he sees it. And I, I'm just, I'm very um, drawn to points where people's lives are changed or they have realization, I guess, the nature of what we're even doing on here, I would hope that prompts some people, some of our listeners to have kind of the same feeling. Um, I know, I'm getting kind of deep, but like seeing, reading some of the things he wrote about, seeing him writing about his um, awakening, like his racial consciousness himself. <laughs> you you want to say woke? <laughs> you know, no, no, I really didn't. But um, yeah, sure. I know, I should. but that's what that is. That's what woke right. is—the racial awakening. Was it just, happened long before we started calling it woke. It was, it was a yeah. thing people did. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, there, you know, there's. I highlighted a ton of it when I read it um, years ago. But um, this is an exchange he has with his with his owner. So, um, this battle with Mister Covey was the turning point in my career as a slave. It rekindled mm-hmm. the few expiring embers of freedom and revived within me a sense of my own manhood. It recalled the departed self-confidence and inspired me again with a determination to be free. The gratification afforded by the triumph was a full compensation of whatever else might follow, even death itself. Um, uh, Skip a little bit, and then, My long-crushed spirit rose, cowardice departed, bold defiance took its place, and I now resolved that, however long I might remain a slave in form, the day had passed forever when I could be a slave in fact. Yeah. Just a turning point, turning point moment. Um, I did not hesitate to let it be known of me that the white man who expected to succeed in whipping must also succeed in killing me. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, story surrounding that was he was being beat by that. Um, I think it was an overseer, right? So it wasn't even yeah. his master. Yeah. And so he was, in defiance, he was just taking yeah. the beating. And it was just like, I'll take it as long as you dish it out. And the, and that spirit of what he already had was his own freedom. And his he had freedom. He was being held back, right? And so he latched onto that freedom and it carried him through. That is, a, uh, I mean, a beautiful part of his life, uh, yeah. a powerful part of his life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, 
so yeah, it, it's, I think implicitly at this point now, cause I, I don't often reach back to quotes from Frederick Douglass, but I think that subconsciously this is something that like very much changed what my heart is at with, um, some of these issues. Like I don't lightheartedly or flippantly for fun say like, or keep referencing, well, history and slavery. It's like, it's stuff like this I'm reading. It's like, I can't read something like this and not think differently. Yes. If that makes sense. And this is one of those things. Um, there's a handful of other things, but one of the things I read, I'm like, yeah, we, things can't be how they were before I, I read this. Um, Absolutely. So that's, yeah. that's, yeah, number number two ish, but it, yeah. it's got to be on the list. So, so read at your own risk of becoming woke, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, woke <laughs> isn't a good thing. Aware of uh, racial history. Yeah, and I, I think I mean I, I got to say this in light of the, our most recent um, ho- holiday, America's birthday. Right? We uh, yeah celebrated the Fourth of July. And he wrote this speech: uh, "What to the slave is the Fourth of July." Yeah. And, um, and I'm not, I'm not going to say much about that, but that's also a worthy read. Um, he, he spoke to a crowd of abolitionists, people who are in favor of abolishing slavery. Um, but it was a powerful, hard hitting, challenging, um, speech about how we don't, how, what it really is freedom in our nation. Yeah. Do we, do people really have it? Um, if slaves, if slaves exist and do you really care for people or, or is it just a, you know, a little side project. So, um, yeah, I recommend that too, but that is an excellent, excellent choice. Um, his, his autobiography is great. I often go back and read parts of it. So I love, I love that you picked that. And along, yeah, real quick before you go, even along the lines of what is the 4th of July to a slave? Um, I would want that to prompt people to go back and just look at that graphic that goes around um, often of explaining equity and equality and mm-hmm. the differences mm-hmm. and what that mm-hmm. looks like. Cause I think that <laughs> even what Frederick Douglass is talking about at that time, you know, it's still times are very, very, very different than now than then. But, you know, like you and I do on here is let's not um, glorify that reality too much at the expense of, understanding reality for black and brown people still like let's not let's not put blinders on to inequity that's still going on inequality that's still going on um and not be shocked that we're still picking up the pieces from when frederick douglas gave that speech um yeah because things are not equal um yeah still yes we there's not slavery is not a legal thing anymore but that doesn't mean that everything is overnight. Yeah. Equal. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like uh, sometimes we imagine or we act like as soon as slavery was abolished, uh, as soon as the um, emancipation proclamation was signed uh, yeah. that nobody was racist anymore. Everybody got along. Everybody saw each other as equal, but mm-hmm. that is not, that is not the case. Um, do you, do you so, remember yeah, what you so, shared? I remember I reposted it, but what you shared in between Juneteenth and July 4th um, of what your thoughts were on what you thought Americans should be thinking about and celebrating. Yeah. I think we should have some type of freedom holiday between June 19th and July 4th, Juneteenth and Independence Day. I think 
Um, I think that we need to uh, remember our past, where we've come from. I think we need to um, be emboldened to continue to pursue justice and freedom yeah. for everyone. And then I think um, I think we can celebrate uh, where we've come from. And then I think we can look forward and and be encouraged to do more and pursue freedom more. So I think it should, I feel like it should just be a season now because it's just a couple of weeks, you know, like, yeah, I don't know, like, like we celebrate Lent, you know, give up something, give up a freedom to help yeah. you think about oh my um, gosh. justice I, and, and freedom and that. So I yeah. feel like that was just off the cuff that you came up with it, but that sounded like a brilliant idea. I want to like propose it to somebody like, well, thanks. how do we get this? get this in front of uh in front of the right people no that was that was yeah. fantastic well i appreciate that yeah um one more thing about frederick Douglass is yeah. is um you you might think that because he was a slave in american slave system that he would hate america right but he doesn't yeah. right he works with uh abraham lincoln right he yeah he uh he he loves America and he wants to see it be better. He loves Christ and he wants to see Christianity lived out as, as people who love others. Right. And so, um, yeah. And that's how I, I feel like we, we, we feel we care about justice because we care about our country and we care about people because we, we care about Christ and, and we care about people because we're humans, you know? So I just, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I really like, love the man that he was and the, the um, history, the legacy that he leaves behind. And um, so I appreciate that you, that, that you chose that book. So yeah, yeah, yeah. narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass. That's a Must great, read. yeah, that's a great pickup on um, his just picking out. He doesn't dislike America, like criticizing America yep. doesn't mean you dislike it. It's yeah. quite the opposite a lot of times. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. think a lot of, you know, a lot of us right now are allergic to that sentiment. Like if there's criticism, yeah. it means, oh, division and hatred. And it's like, no, no, no. Like that's not what so many of these guys are about. Frederick Douglass, MLK, yeah. James Baldwin. You know, the big quote, I mean, he specifically, let me pull, actually I'm going to pull him up. I didn't put James Baldwin on my list, but I should have too. Um, yeah. His quote, you know, I, I love America more than any other country in the world. And exactly for that reason, I insist on the right to criticize her perpetually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this, this ties to patriotism, meaning you don't criticize and you just, you know, shut up and enjoy your freedom is very problematic. Yeah. Um, and the yeah. Same, same thing has been, is being said by justice seekers. Yeah. Throughout his trip. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's well said. So I guess I get one more technically, right? This is my, is this my final one? Yes. This is your number one um, technically. Yeah. Okay. But I have two more. <laughs> so, hey, so you don't have to convince I, me. I'm not, I'm not going to cheat. So um, my final one, my official one, and then, or should I do honorable mentions first before I do the final one? What do you think? Yeah. I like it. It's like suspense. All right. So here's an honorable mention. Because I only picked five, I, this would be six. Um, and it's Encanto, right? And I'm sure uh, we recommended okay. that on this, on this yeah, before. Yeah, Encanto, so, Encanto, right? Um, beautiful Disney movie uh, uh, about the magicals, a magical family yeah. um, in the mountains. In, uh, maybe maybe where, where the best movie, maybe the best Disney movie of Columbia. all time. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe like, the best may, it Disney movie It might be. It's incredible. It might be, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. So in the mountains in Colombia. So it's just, I mean, you learn about their culture. It's family. Yeah. Family is the best. The more 
family involved in a story, the more culture you're going to get out of that, the, the better picture of culture you're going to get. So um, I just yes. loved it. So I had to say it. Um, so that's, that's my honorable mention. And then I'll just jump to my um, number one, uh, which isn't really numbered, but this is the last one I got. So the book is called <clears throat> Inside Out and Back Again. And it's inspired by the author's childhood experience as a refugee fleeing Vietnam after the fall of Saigon and immigrating to Alabama. Uh, it's a coming of age wow. uh, novel and um, it's written um, kind of like it's her diary. So uh, she's, she's a little girl. She travels with her mom and her three brothers from Vietnam. And it's about her experience over there. And so we get to see her culture as a little girl fleeing and she, you know, her relationship to her father too, you get a little bit of that. And then coming to Alabama and growing up as a young child in elementary school and uh, immigrating to this country and fleeing, you know, war-torn Vietnam. So um, I read it last year. It's a short wow. read. Uh, okay. It was so powerful. Who's the um, author? I loved it. Uh, oh man, did I not get the author? Now I gotta go get the author. Give me a second. Yeah, it's it's all good. Oh man, I. Uh, You're good. Let's see. To to not lie. To not lie. I don't know if I can okay. pronounce it properly. Yeah, I'll say to not lie. That's what that's Tanaha what I'm saying. Her okay. name is. But it's called Inside Out and Back Again. If you Google it, that is the book that will pop up. So, I've heard of it. Haven't um, met anybody that's read it. Yeah, it won a bunch of uh, awards. So, um, yeah, awesome. Great story. Great awesome. story. I recommend it for the family. It's a it's a good read for all ages. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll have to start with honorable mentions as well. I'm gonna do something strange. Um, I mean, do I it. got a lot of honorable mentions, man. Do it, do it. I have more too, but that was just the top of mine. But you go, yeah. Go with your honorable mentions, and I'll comment on them as you read them all. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. One of my favorite podcasts is um, Higher Learning. If I told you okay. about that, you have it. Okay. It's. Um. It is part of the Ringer podcast network which is bill simmons it's so it's largely like a sports platform but he does they do everything like movies shows pop culture a lot of right. sports um and then this is i guess kind of pop culture but anyway the hosts are van lathan he's a former tmz um guy he actually got fired as part of a story of why he's at the ringer um and he's actually an author now he just wrote a book and then his co-host is rachel Lindsay who I didn't know this until I listened to the podcast, but she was on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. I think she was the first and maybe only black bachelorette. Anyway, they're great. I will put the, it out there. You know, I know we have a lot of uh, Christians that listen to our podcast. It's very um, explicit and, you know, for many people it might not be the most wholesome stuff, but they tackle issues, I think, really interestingly and and well in a lot of ways and i I've, I've personally learned a lot from it um and think it's um yeah just really informative that's enough about that one though um also my other honorable mention is going to be something i haven't even watched but i've heard really good things about <laughs> just haven't made time to do it which sounds kind of suspect so 
I'll just recommend it because yeah. I feel like it's got to be really good. But the unspoken documentary that just came out, okay, it's by the Jude, it. it's by the Jude Three Project, and so like pastors like Charlie Dates um, and Lisa Fields, who's in charge of it, um, yeah, of Jude Three Project, headed it up obviously. But Charlie Dates, it's Jackie Hill Perry, Jackie Hill Perry, um, yeah. I think the crazy part of it, Show Baraka, who are you know okay. hip hop okay. artists. Um, yeah. even, um, Chris Broussard, who is on ESPN, um, a lot of people, and it seems like from the trailers, they answer the question is, um, Christianity, the white man's religion. Oh yeah. Um, I've heard really good things about it. It looks really good. Um, I'll walk that back if I watch it and it's not good, but I, th- you know, it's going to be good. That's at the you top know of the my people list. involved. You can right. recommend it. It's just too many people, people in it that yeah. are that yeah. I you trust know it's gonna be good. a lot right. that aren't. Yeah. Right. Um, 100%. Handful yeah. of people, like even if just one of the people who I'm like, oh, I don't know, like was in the preview, I would have not recommended it, but just the list yeah. was just like, you trust all of them. Like I was like, oh, wow. They had, I mean, yeah. this has to be something for all these people to sign on to do this. Yeah. Um, anyway, Unspoken Documentary, I think it's just for free online, probably. But my number one, and I put it number one because I love it, but also I feel like it's under the radar. Um, again, for a lot of people, so I wanted to include it, is the movie Blind Spotting. Okay. Um, I know that. Seen it. Have you? Awesome. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, it's Blind Spotting. Yeah. It is a movie written and produced by Hamilton's David Diggs. And his friend yes, Rafael okay. Casal, and they're yeah. best friends. They grew up in the Bay Area, um, in California. They wrote it, produced it, and starred in it themselves. And they they had like written it a long time ago, like way pre Hamilton, way pre a ton of stuff. And um, finally, we were able to make it into a movie. Got huge reviews, but it was you know it's not a huge box office type movie, but deals with the gentrification of their neighborhood and area, um, and tackle they tackle race. Um, Raphael Casal is is white, um, and everyone knows who Davi Diggs is at this point. Um, and man, it's just it's an incredible movie. Um, they tackle a lot of relevant issues right now. Um, the backdrop I'd say is gentrification. Then they deal with some with um, yeah. Touch on mass incarceration. I'd say um, yeah. the justice system, judicial system. Um, police, racial profiling police brutality profiling yeah. um yeah. all that all that stuff there's yeah um and then the music they they do a lot of the music they're like really i mean david diggs obviously but rafael casal also just look them up on spotify they are amazing rappers really really um i didn't know that that's so that's awesome. a deep almost a deep hamilton cut because like that's like <laughs> i mean that is way before hamilton like that's who they are and yeah. Um, just a really good informative, informative movie. That that's my number one because I feel like yeah. it, most people don't have any idea what that is. It's also a show now. It's adapted for a show on Stars now. I'm pretty sure. Um, I, I won't recommend that because I haven't watched any of it. Um, but I think right. it carries on, um, a little more of the story. And I think the star is um actually more Hamilton for you, and she's also in the movie. Um, oh shoot, she plays um. Peggy and, oh, really? and Hamilton. Um, yeah. Jasmine. Jasmine Cephas Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah. Jasmine Cephas Jones, yeah. who's also the daughter of 
a big character in This Is Us. Anyway, that's what I mean. It's all really? fluid. Like, it's all interconnected, you know? <laughs> it's all connected. Look at you. Yeah. yeah anyway. Spiderweb, right? We yeah. talked about the spiderweb recommendations. That's spider awesome. I, I did it. I did it. Um, that's, yeah. I didn't know she was in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Gotta see, gotta um, see. You know, as, as we wrapped up, right, you finished the last one, and this just popped into my mind. Yeah. And I, I, I it would be on my list, and I don't know why. Um, but uh, Abbott Elementary. We talked about that, right? I talked yeah, about I, Abbott Elementary with you. I think we talked about that with um, Alana. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got to plug that again. Okay. Honorable mention Abbott Elementary. I'm sorry. I haven't gotten on um, that, but I remember you guys yeah, bringing that up. It, everybody needs to get on that. They're already signed up for a season two. It's a short season one. Uh, it's gold. It's gold. Um, th- there are so many more honorable missions that I could. One other, another um, Marvel one, which I wanted to talk about when I touched on Miss Marvel, but yeah. did it is uh, Moon Knight. Um, just okay. because he's a, he's Egyptian. Um, and it follows him over to Egypt. Nice. So that's a little bit cool. You know, there's some culture in there too. It's fun. Not, I, I, it's not as high on my list in terms okay. of this as, as Miss Marvel, but I recommend Moon, Moon Knight too. But, um, Dude, I think we got to do this again sometime uh, in the future because there are so many more things that we can we can recommend. I'm proud of myself for not um, for not innately including just a bunch of NBA or basketball things. I don't know how I got out of here without doing that. Oh, uh, you should have done that. You got to do that. You got to talk about what you love. I talk about what I love. Yeah, and I'm- you better believe if there was any. Uh, Nintendo game that I could talk about with any <laughs> ties to culture and ethnicity, yeah. I would, but I don't have anything like that yet. I'm looking for it. <laughs> I will say, you, sh- you just pick up an NBA biography and um, okay. you-, you learn a lot. I've, I've read, right. I that. may or may not have a like a four foot long shelf of NBA biographies and memoirs. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's something. It's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love, you gotta love what you love. Love what you love. Or you're, you're, what did I say earlier, you're, you, you do what you love. I'm a big proponent for that. So I'm, yeah. I'm being self-reflective. Yeah. All right, man. Wow. Under an hour for the first time. And I don't know how long we did it. I think it's that's great. a good thing. It was like an accomplishment. For something, I think like, so for something like this. Yeah. Uh, listeners, as always, thank you so much for tuning in, listening to us. Please be sure to check out um, our spider web of recommendations that we just we just hit you all with. I'll be sure we'll be sure to tag and put all the links to all these. But you guys are all smart people, and you have all the streaming services, of course, now. So go out there, Google them, um, listen to the episode again, and watch these things. Enjoy your summer. I'm saying that like we're not going to be back um, anytime soon. Yeah. We, we certainly will be as long as um, uh, John Mark can fit in between baby uh, feedings. Be. Between baby be. feedings, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we love you all. Thank you so much. The music you're listening to is, of course, done by our friend Dylan Dent. Our artwork was done by Ashley Bush, and we will see you guys next time. See ya. This money on my mind is a fracture of my bones. You get crippled by continuing existence like a ghost. And they wonder why we drink. And they wonder why we smoke. And they wonder why we think that everything's a joke. I'm shocked that we can sleep. Must be the thought of letting go. Now I lay me down to see if I'm better with the valley. Now I lay me down to see if I'm better with the valley.